loyalty is so important to fight those who spawn the chase. Do it all from service loyalty. Don't allow those who are ignorant to lead many people astray. Discontented, always murmuring. Ignorant people are dangerous. Disloyalty, deal with disloyalty. Deal with all forms of disloyalty. And you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the truth. Oh, oh. Don't allow the accuser. Silence him every time you care. Cause accusations, they will weaken you and take away your confidence. See, Absalom as the one who attacked very own father. Absalom. Was a dangerous son. He did not honor his father. A faithful man who can fight. Loyalty is important to fight all those who spoil the church. Oh, 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 this loyalty. Deal with this loyalty. Deal with all forms of this loyalty. And you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the truth. The spirit of Lucifer is a spirit of pride. It makes you separate yourself. So don't let Lucifer make you to separate yourself from the family. Oh, Satan is the one. He is the one who rose up in rebellion. This loyalty, deal with this loyalty, deal with all forms of this loyalty, and you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty, crush all the enemies of the truth. Oh. As the pretender 
in the midst of the brethren you think that he is with you but you don't know what is all his mind his planning and his plotting always having secrets meetings stop Judas from pretending that he is loyal when he's actually this loyal a faithful man a faithful man who can find loyalty is important to fight all this as well the church oh 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 this loyalty this loyalty Deal with this loyalty. Be wait all once all this loyalty. And you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the church. Those who leave you. Those who forsake you behaves like the prodigal son. The prodigal son, he left his father's house. He walked away and didn't even care. They walk away and they don't care. Mm, what effect it has on you? Everyone who hears this song, make up your mind to never be like that. This loyalty, this loyalty, deal with this loyalty, deal with all forms of this loyalty, and you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the truth. Oh, stability of the church is by fighting for loyalty. You must teach the word of God. Do not choke with this message If you take this message lightly You will only live to regret it Divisions, accusations, oh Confusions and distractions A faithful man a faithful man who can find loyalty is important to fight all those who spoke the truth. Oh, 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 this loyalty, this loyalty, deal with this loyalty, deal with all from all this loyalty, and you have to fight. Fight, fight this loyalty.
crush all the enemies of the church. This loyalty is loyalty. Deal with this loyalty. Deal with all forms of this loyalty. And you have to fight us, fight us, fight us loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the church. This loyalty is loyalty. Deal with this loyalty. Deal with all forms of this loyalty. And you have to fight us, fight us, fight us loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the church. This loyalty is loyalty. Deal with this loyalty. Deal with all forms of this loyalty. And you have to fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. Crush all the enemies of the church. Amen. Oh, let your clap be louder. And now let it be to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. What a power-packed conference. Amen. And we have been so blessed during these past days. Amen. And today happens to be the final and the fourth day of our conference. Amen. We have received from anointed and seasoned men of God. Amen. And this morning we are so, so blessed to receive from our host. Hallelujah. With a clap and a standing ovation, let's all rise up on our feet and receive our speaker for this morning, Archbishop Patrick Bruce. Oh, you can add a shout of praise to it. Hallelujah. Your clapping is the clapping of somebody. Amen. Amen. It's amazing that suddenly it is day four. But um, that is why heaven is important. In heaven, there is no time. If they say that you should go to heaven for 10 million years, it sounds very good. Ten million years. I mean, or even hundred million years. hundred million. It sounds very, very good. But one day, hundred million years. hundred million will finish. When it's finished, where do we go? Where do we go? We are hot. So there should be no end. It should just be endless. We are just there. When we arrive, we are there. That's why while we are here, you must do the best you can. Yeah. You must do the best you can. Otherwise, we will not succeed in, in enjoying heaven. But this morning, we want to let our minds go on to our prophet once again, Bishop Daguerre Mills. Mills. As we are here, he's preaching somewhere also. And um, that is what his, his life is, to preach the word of God. 
wherever possible. And to help as many as possible. And that is also our driving force and motivation. To be like him. Let's put our hands together for our prophets. And send a blessing to him wherever he is. That God bless him. God support him and sustain him. God keep him and protect him in all his travels. And he will come back home safely to continue with us here in, in, in Accra and Ghana and Kumasi. Amen. Amen. But this morning to clap for your neighbor, I'm happy to be by you again. Some of us have been here for four days. Some have been here for only one day. That's your portion. But those who have been here for four days, may you get the maximum benefit of these days. Amen. May the seeds planted find good soil in your hearts. Amen. May you not be the same again. Amen. But your church will change from this moment onwards. And Father, thank you for making this conference possible. It is your plan that has come to pass. Let it materialize now in our ministries and our lives and cause us to show and bear much fruit. Let our churches be tight and warm and blessed. In Jesus' name, and all the saints said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated. Um, this morning we have a session, then we'll have another one, then we'll be somehow getting to the end. But I want to touch on a very important um, book that is often overlooked. And you know, when this thing happens, sometimes we just accept it as part of life. But I want to disagree. And I want you to see it in a different light from today. And this morning we are talking about those who leave you. Hmm. Those who leave you. Almost as if in life people come and people go. And um, when you were in secondary school, you had classmates, some came, some left. You were in university, you had um, colleagues, classmates. Some came, some left, you finished school and you move on. We have those who finish final year and you are a bit sad because you are leaving behind some very good friends. Oh, it's not the case. Sanity. You're not there yet. Ah, okay. But remember after secondary school, sixth form, we were very, very happy to have finished secondary school. But we're also very sad at splitting a very good 
group of friends. So when you remember now, we secondary school. Now, any day we see we school, and soon as I'm saying I remember, say you're in Kofuni, we are on home mobile. We move to Tiano. Like that's how it is. So Abraham, we say now I say Tia. But this morning I will try and explain to you that that's not how it's supposed to be. And so I'm not paying. Maybe more than I should make sure say any sir and it's a say Tia. First of all, let's see the heart of Jesus. I mean, we are to have the mind of Christ. And so let us see, Mr. Man, you have just come here sleeping. Hey, is it possible? <laughs> hey, it's not possible, but it's, it's okay. Let's, let's. John chapter 6. <laughs> John chapter 6. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's 11 o'clock. Sorry. It's, it's time for sleeping. <laughs> John 6 verse 11. And Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and they to them that sat down and likewise um, the fishes as much as they would. He was sharing five loaves and two fish. And when they were filled, he said unto the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. You see that phrase, nothing be lost. Look at John 17. Here, we are discussing bread and fish. But John 17 verse 12. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou givest me, I have kept. And none of them is lost. So, so that is his mind. None should be lost. Yeah. I mean, one of the most terrible, terrible things as a parent is to bury your child. Some of you don't know what, you have no idea because nobody has died before around you. But it is, it is a very difficult concept that those I have, I've lost one. Matthew 23. And verse 37. Thou that killest the prophets and stones them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a chicken, as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings? O si oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, wa ukum edifo na usi wona wasuma wononche no abo. Impre ahen enka me pesa me bo bo awon ano sedi akukoba time bo bo anema ano nintaba ase. And you would not. Sinenso muampe. And you would not. Sinenso muampe. You didn't want to be gathered. Muampe se be bo bo amano. You wanted to be separated. Muampe se mumutiti. And that is what we have seen, or we are seeing quite often. 
Um, this morning, let me make a comment. You find that among the charismatic Pentecostal churches, which are, I would say, not always, but often, at the forefront of, of evangelistic growth, most of the orthodox churches they grow by family and and other growths this is my family church i don't know how many of them do strong evangelism to bring forth souls from outside into their churches. It is practically the Pentecostals evangelistic um, who are really out into evangelism to bring, bring people and win souls. One of the strong points that Bishop Sam made was that it is a warfare. And so you also realize that among the Orthodox churches, very few leave. It is our churches. Where they live, basa, 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 basa. <laughs> so we live by heart. It's our churches, the Pentecostals, Charismatics, Evangelicals who are out to do evangelism, who are winning souls. It is we who are suffering this thing called those who leave you. So it, it, it should prompt you that this is a warfare and this is one of the wars Weapons being waged against us. And and leaving it is not normal. It's not not normal. Let, Let me even say it this way. Leaving is almost always negative. Ideally, you don't leave. You finish. You complete something. You don't leave something. Every time you leave something, there's a sense of incompleteness. So when you say, oh, I left school, what comes to your mind? A dropout. I didn't finish school. Not that oh is normal. It's not normal. It's normal to finish school. listening. It's normal to finish school. So every time the word, uh, Mr. Man, you are going out so soon. I have a phone call, international phone call. <laughs> Ashes, you also, yeah. When we preach, it's very good to stay seated or you disrupt the meeting. Yeah. So, so you see, every time the word leave is used, somebody has moved his position out of his place 
to another place. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you listening? And let me give another example too. You see, living is really simple and easy. Because we are both spirit and flesh. When somebody leaves you physically, as if he has just gone peacefully and he's away. But, but in the spirit, actually, they have pulled off one of your arms and taken it away. You say, oh, I'm just, I'm me, I'm going. No, you are a part of me. Can I easily remove a part of your body and take it away. Living is not as, oh, I've just left. I'm just going my way. You you don't just live like that. It's often a very difficult, painful process. It's not not that it it happens. It's not supposed to happen. And you say, oh, but we are free elements. And we can do what we like. Think of this one. You are free to choose the girl you like. Have a bra and say, bra, look around and choose one. If you are not married. Oh, tell brother, look around and choose one. Yeah. You can look and choose and freely go and propose. Free. But once you marry her, to leave her again, it's a court case. It's a court case. As for going there, you can go. Oh, tap, look, is there any girl where you see a sign, no entry? Or prohibited territory. And I say, you can go freely. I mean, just walk and go and propose. But to, what did prophet tell you? And build. That one is a court case. You go and call your father. She'll bring her father. They'll bring their pain. We'll sit down. you bring whiskey and wine and gin to undo something you were just doing by heart. So, so do not you see don't if you're a pastor here don't easily accept anybody leaving you yeah. don't say that oh it's a part of church it is an evil of this world it's not a part of church something that has befallen us in this world of sin and we are always battling with it like temptations yeah. how many have stopped being tempted uh, <laughs> no. is that person here no. how many have stopped having lustful thoughts in your mind they have stopped they don't come again check your neighbor and say are you the one there are a few angels among us some of you when you see a girl they are like uh, trees you don't see anything 
Is it true? Or you are still thinking thoughts, even as you are. Yeah. We are in a world of sin. We are battling. Amen. Amen. And, and so leaving is not something we ever accept. Because many of us pastors have not seen it as a very deadly, difficult, painful procedure. We don't think about it. And we just accept it. But after this service, you not accept it again. Amen. After this service, after this meeting, every time somebody leaves you, it will pain you. Amen. Amen. And you will rise up and fight for everyone leaving you because somebody is pulling one finger off your hand. Tell somebody, stop that rough. You're pulling my finger to take it away. I, I, I want only one two. Only one two. And to me, what, what do you mean two only? Yeah, it's holding a knife. I'll, I'll cut only one two. That somebody is that how you live your life? Only one two. You have, you have nine more and ten fingers on top. No, I like all my toes. Amen. 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 And so this this morning, I want us to go through. Um, very, very quickly, demons that operate in those who leave. Mm. You know, I've made it clear that leaving is not a good thing. To leave a marriage, to leave school, to leave a country, you are deported. To leave a country. Yeah, it's not a good thing. No, 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 it's not a good thing at all. Those who are going and those who are coming back by force, it's not a good thing. Something bad is underneath all those movements. And so this 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 morning, ten demons plus or minus that are at work. Every time somebody's leaving, one of these demons is there. You see, some people are, are not correct. When they are going, you're almost happy. <laughs> no, but, but still, it's not like that. We keep them still. There's a, there's a demon at work in all those people. That is what results in their leaving. Number one, the spirit of Lucifer. Lucifer, Those who those who leave. There is a certain spirit of Lucifer that can make somebody leave. And this is the mark of Lucifer. You will leave a good place. You will leave a good place. The mark of Lucifer is that you are in a very good place. The mark of Lucifer is that you are in a very good place. Lucifer, 
very correct surroundings. Everything is very beautiful. But you want to leave. That's all you want to leave. Nothing has has happened to you. Sometimes you think that the pastor made a mistake or there's something wrong here. You know, when somebody leaves, you ask, what happened? What happened? Why did he leave? What's going on? Is so that, maybe you know, I, you know, you, you know, I, I, you know, recently I saw him as on courage that, you know, it's something, you know, and you're looking for a reason. Yeah. And, and you always imagine that there must be a reason why somebody left. You don't and just leave. So this morning I'm telling you clearly. Some just leave. Some just leave. There's no reason. There's no proper, I mean, there's no justification. They just got up and left. Why? Lucifer is with them. I said, Lucifer is with them. And that's why they've just left. And you, and see, if you're not, if you're not careful, you'll be looking for a reason. Because logic will tell you there's no smoke without fire. And you say that, oh, we are all not perfect. So I'm sure that the pastor must have made some kind of mistake. So we are we are like, oh, you know, Charlie, we are uh, earthen vessels, treasures in earthen vessels. Hmm. Listen, some people just leave. And, and so we must make sure that those around you have no Lucifer in them. You didn't say amen. Amen. Put your hand on your neighbor's head and say, I cast out any Luciferic spirit around you. <laughs> It is so. Hey, not to Lucifer, who be I said I cast out any Luciferic spirit that will make you just get to, up to, and walk out. To, to Lucifer, who be a man, or that's sorry, in Jesus' name. You didn't say anything well. In Jesus' name, amen. Look, don't think that we are joking here. Remember what you said, it's a very important thing. Listen to this. This is what the prophet says because Lucifer is a rebel. If it's a Lucifer, you will be all yet And he is, inspires all rebellion. And your people around you, he is working hard to poison them. And, and the mark of the Lucifer leaving you, nothing you can do will change his mind. Nothing. You call him for a meeting. You talk, ah, and you'll be nodding. And you explain everything. You ask him, is it true? It is true. Has this happened to you? You say no. Are you hurt? He will say no. You will go through a three-hour meeting with him and he will agree with you. Everything is correct. Then when you finish, you sit down and relax. Ah, I've convinced him. So you ask him, so are you staying? No, I'm going. Wow. Ah, 
So my three hours of talking didn't change anything. No. It's Lucifer. Nothing can stop him. And, and so I want you to mark that. You see, because sometimes you are trying to justify Lucifer in why he's leaving. That, oh, you know, maybe the pastor is too harsh. Maybe he's a bit, uh, he doesn't smile enough. He's a bit unreasonable. None of the above. He is a very good, very correct, very nice, very loving pastor. But one Lucifer day inside. Number two. Spirit of false prophecy. Spirit of false prophecy. I, I didn't realize how many people actually depend on prophetic words for guidance. I, I didn't know. I mean, of course, we need to plan our steps. But I'm surprised that there are many people who need uh, hey. they are looking for someone to tell them what to do listen to this many people do things because a prophet tells them to do it get a job travel go abroad do some things because a prophet said do it and and um, the truth is, prophetic words seem to come from God. And because we are Christians, it's like God is leading us. That's the best. That's the best way. But it's not like that. Because they are out there, actually. Many false prophets. Amen. Amen. There are many false prophets out there. It is not my place to tell you this is false yeah. and this is false. No, it it's is not my job. It's not, it's not my job to make a list of uh, uh, prophets you can believe and prophets you shouldn't believe. One day, one of our prophets was taken by angels to a secret place. And, and the angel said, hide here and watch something. So he was hiding and watching. And he saw that he was in a fetish place. And as he was there, some people were coming for powers. They were coming in a line, come to the fetish, get power and go, get power and go. And he said he recognized some of them as people he knows in this city. Hmm. He said, he said that 
I saw one this man and this man and this man. They came. They were collecting powers hey. to build a church. I said, wow. This is the best filler in town. <laughs> Who are they? About 20 years, he has never said who they are. Yeah. God didn't say he should tell us. Just to warn us. But who he saw there, he has never said it in about 20 years or something. He has never mentioned a single And who, who should be your Holy Spirit? You are your own Holy Spirit. You and God are the Holy Spirit for you. So the spirit of false prophecy is what leads people out of their place. First Kings chapter 22. And verse 20. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? One said this, one said this, one said this. 21. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. I will persuade him. 22. And the Lord said, Wherewith or how? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. Hmm. I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. And they will deceive him and they will prophesy to him and he will go. Hallelujah. Amen. False prophets. Number one. Some make up prophecy. They make it up. How about those? How many have been there? One day you told a lie, you were thinking and lying as you were going. You were caught in a trouble. And you told the first time, why are you late? Because no taxi. And they asked another question. You told another lie to support the first lie. Who has been there before? Then before you are aware, you are telling more lies. Hey, are you here this morning? Is it true? You are telling more lies to support the lie. Before you are aware, you have told a very elaborate lie, a nice lie, total story from beginning to end, a good story. How, how, how I got here? Yeah, but there are some spirits, some people eh, they make up prophecy. First Kings. Chapter 13. Take your time. And verse 17. This is the, the, the prophet 
from Judah who came to Bethel. The old prophet was talking to him. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. It means go by another way. But he said unto me, I am a prophet also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back unto thee into thy house. That he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied. Look, when someone says, ah, I see something, my whole baby. Hey, ask him, who, who's, who's talking to you? Because so as we believe everything we hear, and, and you are too fast to go out and follow people who don't know where they came from. You know, I have some friends who have been around and they say that you can hear there are so many ways that people are doing things to do to to appear as wild prophets. One friend told me that somebody went to some place to go and consult. And he said, Okay. Listen, my God will answer your prayers. So go to a room alone and pray. And when you pray, my God will answer. The person went alone. So he went to alone to go and pray. And he prayed. When he came out, the prophet said, yes. My God will answer. You prayed about your marriage. And she was surprised. And you prayed about your father. And she was surprised. And you prayed about looking for a new job. Said, hey, you know all the things I prayed about. Because there's a microphone. There's a microphone. As you were praying, they are hearing all your prayers. Then they come and just tell you a word of prophecy. That's not a useless prophecy. <laughs> Lying <laughs> prophecies. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. God must talk to you himself. One day I had a very nice principle. So, if it is important, God will tell you Himself. Write this rule down everywhere. Write this rule down. If something concerning you is important, God will tell you Himself. Amen. Amen. Do not allow other people to lead you into marriage, into job, into resignation into transfer no lying spirit will come and transfer you out of your church to go into a new place no body can and you see we have also familiar spirits one day a certain young lady went to town and 
And while she was in town, she met a man. And the man said, In your house, in the third drawer, in the bottom corner there, there's something there, parcel there. It's not good. Go and bring it. It was, it was gold her mother gave her. And she went and brought it. And gave it to the man. Tell some of the lying prophets. And one will come and say, I see you moving into a church with white ceiling and red stage. There's no red stage here. There's no white ceiling here. It means you are moving out of this church. Then suddenly you are now looking for a church with a white ceiling and red stage. Meanwhile, his church has white ceiling and red stage. Don't be foolish. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't let anybody prophesy you out of your place. Number three, the spirit of greed. Greed. First Peter 5 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, by force. But willingly, and not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. So long as you are in your church, do not do anything for money. I didn't hear amen. Amen. So long as you are in a church where God has placed you, do not do anything hoping to gain money from the church. It's the opposite of how it should be. You should be giving money to the church. You won't say amen on that one. Amen. Your amen is not good at all. Amen. You should be saying, how can I give money to my church? Let me see a way that I can help in some way or other. But there should be no way that I'm trying to receive money from the church. But it is possible that there are people who are looking for money from the church. Amen. Amen. And, and you know something, as we are in the church here, unless you are not honest, you will see that senior pastors have nice cars. True or not true? It's true. As a free at least I have a nice car. So True or not true? It's true. Somebody somewhere will say, Hey, I want some. I want some. And your search for a car like that is that I will be a senior pastor so that. I'll get some. I'm leaving. To go to my own place. Tell somebody, don't let, don't take any decision based on money. Don't take any decision based on money. 
Look, if you are going to marry a girl and money is somewhere in the picture, change your mind. You can marry and the money will not come. True or not true? It's true. Are you here this morning? Number four. An independent spirit is at work in those who live. There are some children they want to do what they like. When you say, do this, no, I'll do this. There was once a little boy. As you, if you want to walk with him, and you hold his hand, he will say, no, don't hold my hand. Then he will free his hand. Then he will hold your hand. No, no, when you hold him, then he will hold your one finger. No, no, don't hold me. I will hold you. Independent spirit. I want to be in control. If you hold my hand, I can't go when I want to go. When I hold your hand, I can leave you when I like. Some of you, some people, not you here, some people, they want to do what they like. Don't tell me what song to sing. Don't tell me what uniform to wear. Don't tell me what time to come. How many days? I want to do what I like. That's an independence. And when they are at a place where they are being told what to do, they can't handle it. And they want to leave. They say, Oh, I'm going. I don't want to control me. Tell somebody. You are you belong somewhere. Amen. Amen. You be, you're not an independent entity. You so belong somewhere. Hallelujah. What's the first spirit that works in people who live? First spirit is what? Lucifer. And the second? False prophecy. And the third spirit? And the fourth? Independence, the fifth spirit, spirit of foolishness. Mm. Spirit of foolishness. Proverbs one seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Mm. Verse 25. But ye have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. Somebody who can't be advised. Nobody can tell him what to do. Look, as you are here this morning, let it not be that nobody can advise you about anything. Amen. Amen. That oh, I know everything. You don't know everything. You don't know many things. You need much help. It is only somebody 
who doesn't know this, who doesn't ask advice. And if you are here this morning, and you haven't asked advice recently, begin to check your life. Because we always need advice. I didn't hear amen. Amen. We always need advice. If you are here and you haven't asked or spoken to anybody above you recently, then likely you are making a mistake somewhere. And it is worse that you are advised and you don't take it. Because some don't ask advice. And some receive it but don't take it. Amen. They reject it. That's why sometimes fathers stop talking. They have talked and they have been, been rejected. When, when you call somebody and the person doesn't come, do you know what it, how it feels? Feel like a fool. Yeah, you feel like a fool. When you call, oh, Joe, come. Your friend said, Joe, bra. And Joe is there. And he didn't move. Oh, come, come, come. Joe, bra, 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 bra. And he didn't move. Hey, hey. Then you see, Kweku. Will you call him again? You just keep quiet and mark your cool place. Yeah. And sometimes fathers begin to stop talking. Because they have said much and it has been rejected or, or, or overlooked. Amen. Amen. Tap your neighbor. If you are with a father figure and he doesn't advise you, something is wrong. Did, did you hear me? If you are with a father figure and he doesn't advise you, he doesn't say something to you about you and we are just quiet something is wrong because I know for sure you are not perfect and you are not being corrected it means you are continuing in a mistake tell somebody mercy number six spirit of selfishness spirit of selfishness I, I don't care what happens to anybody. What is good for me? So there's a, a new place there. It's nicer. I'm going there. And for whatever reason, you are leaving this place to another place because you will have a more comfortable, it's nearer my house, it's got a nicer toilet, there's air conditioning there. There's another the, the reason why you are going there is that it is more convenient for you. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. And and see sometimes say, Oh, I'm going to a church where it's near my house. It's your office near your house. You are going Cross town to your office. So, but for church, dear, I'm going to the near church. Because you are being selfish. I'm doing what is convenient for me. Ezekiel. 
and verse 17. And as for you, my flock, that says the Lord God, behold, I will judge between one sheep and another, between the rams and the male goats. Is it too slight a thing for you that you should feed in the good pasture, enjoy it, and then afterwards tread down with your feet the rest of it? After you have eaten, and you are okay. Now, then just spoil the rest and walk away. Somebody, is, that, is that nice? Ask me, but is that nice? Yeah. When you are only concerned about yourself, you're spoiling something. Amen. Amen. If Jesus came coming to save himself, hey, then he will not die. And he will live forever. But we are doomed. Look, every time you try to save yourself, somebody else is put in trouble. There are many ministers who do not care about what happens to the church that nurtured them. Though they have benefited from it for years. They don't mind destroying it when they are angry. Something that has been a blessing to you. Now you just discard it. Because you have no use for it. That's that's selfishness. That's selfishness. Number seven. Spirit of deception. And so, eh, of of being deceived, deceiving and being deceived. So, oh, da, da, nea, da, da. Revelation chapter twenty. Eh, Revelations chapter twenty. Eh, and verse seven. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed. Out of his prison. It shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog. Gog Magog. To gather them together to battle. To go and cause conflicts by 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 deception. You see, sometimes you are deceived. When you are deceived, you haven't seen clearly what is there. Or you didn't understand what you saw. Or you saw it but read it in a different way. That is when you are deceived. Hallelujah. Amen. One day, a certain man was at a swimming pool or a beach. I don't know which it was. 
but they were swimming with his wife. And then suddenly she began to drown. Either muscle pull or something, she began to drown. How many here can swim? Only Three, not the Kumasi. I'm surprised. I'm impressed. And then one I'm impressed. A few can still. When somebody is drowning, do not go and save him. Are you listening? If you ever go to the beach or anywhere and somebody is drowning and is splashing in the water do not go and save him because if you do the person will hold you then you both drown before a person can be saved he must be cool and calm and allow you to control him out of the water. Once they are struggling, don't touch them. So this man, his wife began to drown. And she was struggling. So he went there. But as she was struggling, he didn't touch her. He stood, he was just swimming some few feet away. And she was shouting, save me, save me. But how she was splashing. He didn't touch her crowd. He was just hanging. Then she would go down. Then she would come up. Save me. And he was just, he couldn't touch her. So he was just standing back. She, she, she was drinking the water well. Then she went down. And she wasn't coming up. Then he went and picked her out of the water. And brought her to the land. And he saved her. Oh, you come for him. He saved her. When she woke up and she saw him, do you know what she said? I'll divorce you. I will divorce you. When I was drowning, you didn't save me. I was drowning and you were just there watching me. And you were smiling. And I was, I was shouting, save me, save me. You didn't save me. She said, no, 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 I'm divorcing you. The man oh. said, no, I was saving you. <laughs> he said, no. No, 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 no. Do you know what happened? She divorced him. Wow. That you didn't save me. I said, you didn't understand what was happening. I was actually saving you. That's deception. You are deceived. That there's a better place somewhere. That where I am is not too good. Tell somebody... Before you leave a place where you belong, maybe you have been deceived. Maybe I've been told that here they are doing witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, this church, they like too much English. I mean, there are so many reasons why people leave the church. Many are false reasons. Amen. Amen. Many are false reasons. And those who go, they have believed a lie. Hallelujah. Amen. Number nine, number what? Number eight. Spirit of ungratefulness. Like selfishness. Like selfishness, ungratefulness. Number nine. Spirit of pride. 
like Lucifer. Lucifer also pride. Hallelujah. Amen. And that number ten. It also do. Spirit of wickedness. Spirit of wickedness. Hallelujah. Amen. A spirit that says that I will. You see, for some reason, people may feel offended or hurt. One of the, one of the, you see, as pastors, we talk a lot. And we, and we, we say many things. And sometimes what you are saying, unknown to you, is the exact truth. So sometimes you have also entered into a case you don't know you are entered into a case. One day, one pastor was in a church, an assistant pastor. As he was in the church, some lady came to him that she said that she has a problem. She has been fornicating and doing other things. And she described the details of the issue. As she had told him, he says, okay, we will discuss it. And they went to the service. And they went to the service. The senior pastor was preaching. And he said, some people commit fornication. And he began to give details. Photocopy. Of what she had just told the pastor. Hey. The assistant was dying in his chair. The girl will say, I have told him. She will say that as she told me, no, then I told the senior pastor, no, he came to preach, no, about me. He said, oh, no, oh Lord, what is this? True. After the service, like I said, this church, I'm going. Yeah, what I say, you preach against me. He said, I never said a word. Said, no, no, no. He said, some people are hurt or, or, or affected by something. In their anger, they want to leave. And they are leaving to show you that I can leave. Amen. Amen. Some people are just wicked. They want to pay you back for a perceived uh, uh, fault or a real fault or maybe a mistake, but they are, they want to revenge. Tell somebody that we are not perfect. Whatever we do wrong, have mercy upon us. Hey, hey, tell somebody have mercy upon us. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last spirit that makes somebody live. I Spirit of heaviness. Spirit of depression. Some people, no matter what you do, they don't smile. Amen. Amen. I remember I was on. Um, campus many years ago. So, and they were doing, uh, I think, a fun fair. 
And he said there's some girl be on campus. She doesn't smile. That's how she doesn't smile. So for the fanfare, they went and brought her. And they put her in a chair. And said all the people who are around who are who feel that they are they are jokers. Who can tell a funny toli? Come and make her smile. Come and crack your jokes and come and do some funny things and make her smile. I tell you, Bishop Hodge, I tell you, all the jokers came. Hey! She cracked her face. Not a smile. She just sat there. Stone face. I mean, all, we were around we were laughing. Hey, some people that's how they are. They don't laugh. They don't laugh. Life is too serious. Everything is under pressure. Look, sometimes you are making your face like that. We who are not, we who are laughing, we have more troubles than you. We have more financial pressure than you. As you are sitting there, you are okay. But it's just that you don't like laughing. That's so you're just a sad person. Such a person, you can just say, I won't come again. That's all. For no reason. I won't come again. Hallelujah. Amen. Ten spirits that operate in those. Who live. Never, never see that living is normal. It's never accept living as part of the package. Don't say I came myself, I can live as I like. Once you come, we bond. You can't go easily again. Once you are bonded, and you are just walking out. You are tearing part of me away. You are removing a part of my heart. Every member who has gone, you they are in the pastor's heart. He's thinking about them. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, never leave where God has placed you. Amen. Amen. How to sow seeds of stability. That there will be stability in your church. Seven seeds of stability. Number one. So a seed of stability by allowing God to put you in your position. Without touching the Lord's anointed. Don't do any manipulation. Don't do any tricks. Just be yourself. Just sit down quietly. Just go with the flow. Don't try and make any signals that look appear nice, appear correct. You know, I want to just don't do anything to promote yourself. When you do, somebody will come and also promote himself, but he will be a criminal. Just go with the flow. Do not make any effort 
to manipulate things, to make yourself visible, to come and sit in the front seat so they will see you, to go and get a place where you are wearing a red shirt like a pastor's shirt so they will think you are just be yourself. Let God do what God will do. Not you. David, never, David said, the Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. I will not. David I will not. Kill Saul. No. When you kill Saul, you are the next person to take the I won't. I won't. Amen. Amen. And so number one, don't do any look, you want to don't don't ever do anything to get position. Let it come. Let it come to you. Number two. Sow a seed of stability by not rebelling against legitimate authority. If there ever a reason for something, don't rebel. One day I was talking to a certain guy. So And he was telling me about his church. Hey. As he described his church. I said, God forbid. I cannot be in this church. Hey. Hey. He was the things he was saying. I said, "It is me. I'm out of here." Because the church, the behavior, misbehavior. Uh, I cannot go into the details. I mean, he he. You would say he has a reason to rebel. Because he was very badly treated. The idea is that don't rebel, just live quietly. Just live quietly. When your pastor has told you, you have no future in my church. What are you doing there? What are you doing there? You have no future here. You have no place here. When you call, they don't mind your call. When you go for a meeting, they don't mind as if you are not there. Hey, live quietly. Hallelujah. Amen. When uh, uh, Saul was throwing spears at David, he didn't catch the spear and throw it back at Saul. No, you throw, I throw. You call me uh, names, I also call you names. As we are there, we are, you can't, something like, oh, what kind of church member? No, hey, I'm also a human being. I'm also a Ghanaian citizen. I have rights to. We are children of God. We are all born again. You say, I say. You say what? I, I, I'm not correct. You two are not correct. I don't pay tithe. You two steal money. And we have all. Hey, hey. Tell somebody no. Tell somebody no. Say no. Live quietly. Live quietly. As they're going, don't be saying, hey, look, look at somebody. Go quietly with your trouble. Amen. Amen. There may be a disagreement or a conflict. Leave quietly. 
Amen. Amen. Number three. Sow a seed of stability in your church by being good to the fathers. Any father you have, be good to him. One day, you also be a father. Oh, don't say that I'm not a. You'll be a father. Maybe of, of area boys, of house girls, or something. One day you'll be elevated somewhere. I'm a bishop today. So and you are not. Now, one day you will have employees. One day there will be a house boy or a house girl. Or you go employ a taxi driver to drive your old taxi for you. One day, somebody will be under you. As you are good to fathers today, you are sowing a state of stability for yourself. The day you have children or employees, they will be good to you. Amen. Amen. Fathers, it's a, look, it's a hard job. It's Be good to your father. Yeah, Don't look for a marking scheme to judge him. Tell somebody, just be good to him. Uh, you you Tell somebody, just be good to him. Tap anybody, say, just be good to the fathers. Just be good. That's all. You don't know what they have gone through. When I saw my school fees and my brother's school fees, and I calculated how many we were in secondary school. I said, Hey, my father was suffering. When <laughs> I was 13, 14, 15 in those days, I didn't know what he was going through. I didn't even think about it. And as you are here, some of you have no idea what your father is going through. Tap your neighbor. Do you think your father has extra money? Tap him. Do you think he has extra money? Doesn't know what to do with it. You are sitting here. No, 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 no. Nothing is as straightforward as it looks. How Ghana is? Do you think there's any money lying down somewhere? Not at all. No, no, no. Every money is under pressure. Every money. (laughs) True or not true? It's true. As a church, as a business, as a family, as a school, every money is under pressure. Mm. So never think that somebody is being bad to you. It's under pressure. Number four, sow a seed of stability by not eliminating. And not humiliating your predecessor. Don't eliminate. Don't humiliate the one ahead of you. Be grateful for him. Never David. David had a chance to kill Saul. He never did. And he could have disgraced Saul. Saul was going to witches' homes 
and other When somebody came and said, I killed Saul, David said, How? How can you kill Saul? I will kill you too. David never turned against Saul to humiliate him or to eliminate him. David If only Ham knew this principle. If only Ham knew that you don't humiliate fathers. No. If you see a grown up in some kind of bad situation, just turn your back quietly and just move away and close your eyes. Don't say, come and see what I've seen. Charlie, I get a latest filler. That man that you see him, you don't know. I have filler. Tell somebody we have no filler. We have no mind. We have nothing to say about anybody. Amen. Do not, you see, Many young ministers will have the opportunity to humiliate older, battle-weary, and scarred ministers. It is very possible and even likely that as we are in ministry for years, we will make a mistake. As that mistake is occurring, you can either pick it up and hold it to the whole world. Look, oh, the man, he's not perfect. You see him, he looks perfect, he's looking very, very good. Come and see you as a moi at home. He's like this. You can it make Everybody has a mistake he's making somewhere. Everybody has a problem he's battling with. Look at your nice neighbor. You have secrets. You, as you're sitting here, you have secrets. If I say one secret, you will leave the church right now. You will leave right now. And you are going out and you will never come back again. When you come across a father's secrets or his problem, don't declare it to the world. Just keep it. One day, it will be your turn. And you are showing stability for yourself. Put your hands together for them. Number four. Number five. So a state of a state of stability by not allowing people around you to attack the father. You won't do it. Don't allow any of your people around you to do the same thing. Protect him. Defend him. Argue for him. When they say, oh, this man is not correct. Say, leave him alone. Step in and defend him. Don't say it's not me. It's them. I don't, me, I'm quiet. I have no opinion. Not even that. Join, 
join the fight and defend him. Amen. 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 Don't be there and they are insulting charismatic pastors and you are quiet. Somebody has risen up and is taking on Reverend Arthur Bill, Reverend Eastwood, Reverend Archbishop Duncan, and you are just quiet. Ask him, do you know these men? All you have is graphic and FM to make a judgment. You have no evidence. You don't know them. And you and maybe you know one of them. Oh, I know one of them. He's my father, Bishop Doug. At least I know small. And I know him as a very good man. You can't say what you are saying. Timmy Sorry Jim, Nakasa ah, so penny bishop dag the minimum no any papa. And so to me Jinakasa. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. One day somebody was going to play golf. To me, no be a golf. And when he got to the golf course, some people were talking. And they saw a pastor far away there. And they were saying, Oh, that one, he's a good man. You see, if others can say that they can defend somebody as a good man, you too. Be able to defend your father that he's a good man. Be able to defend him. Don't let strangers defend fathers. You to defend them. Number six. Sow a seed of stability by moving very gradually into positions of authority. We are learning along the way. David was a shepherd. David, Then a musician in Saul's palace. Saul Then he then he killed Goliath. Then he became leader of one tribe. Then of the tribes of Israel. He was rising gradually. Tell somebody start by being a basenta leader. Basenta be an assistant choir director. choir director assistant. Then you start from somewhere. Don't get up and say, oh, "I want to be a senior pastor. I'm leaving to go and start my own church." Men, sorry, It's okay. I can go now. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. And the last one. Sow a seed of stability by waiting for many years as it takes. For as many years as it takes to become a man of authority. Wait as long as it takes. And I'll tell you something, it takes time. It takes time. Do you like my car? Do you like my car? Do you want my car? When I began preaching, many of you were not born. So, Amen. Amen. Testimony, it takes time. Don't see somebody today and say, I want to be like you. 
problem? Do you know how I came to where I am? Do you know what I've battled and fought along the way? Do you know where I've passed and where I've passed? There are temptations I've said no to. Then you say all that, oh, I want to be like you. No, 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 no. It takes time. It takes a long time. Over that long time, you'll be tested. Pass all the tests one by one. As you pass all those tests one by one, you are building stability around yourself. Then you enter into a stable throne. And you rule for a long time. Oh, put your hands together. You will never leave a good church. Amen. If you must leave. Very rare. If you must leave. There's a way to leave. But it's very rare. Very rare. It is more ordinary, more common that you stay with me until one of us dies. Tell me about I will bury you. I'm not finished. Don't worry, say it. I tell you, but I will bury you. you don't, don't panic. Ah, address. Or you will bury me. Ah, you see, I'm afraid that I will bury you. But it's true. I will either bury you. Or you will bury me. Or we die together. That was possible. That is possible. But we are here at our old age. Yeah. We are here until we are, this earth is finished under us. Then we go to our place. Put your hands together.